This is a public health announcement brought to you by Heather Shepard. The Primal Pioneer. Welcome to the Primal Pioneer Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, Radical Health Practitioner and creator of the Sunlight Rx. As a Radical Health Practitioner, I teach people how to improve their health using practical yet incredibly powerful nature-based resources and practices. I do so by utilizing my health trifecta, the Sunlight Rx, EMF mitigation, and my jet fuel diet. This approach has helped me heal my TBI, poor gut health, and anxiety levels, and continues to help thousands of people around the world access root causes of their health struggles as well. During today's episode, I interview certified colon hydrotherapist, Amy Herrera. Amy knows her shit, if you know what I mean, when it comes to gut health. Literally, this woman has had an amazing personal health journey going from drinking soda pop eating junk food, and literally running off of stress hormones, to completely changing her diet and detoxing her body to regain her health. During today's episode, Amy and I talk about the most effective colon hydrotherapy modalities out there today that she utilizes in her colon hydrotherapy practice. We also talk about concerns around coffee enemas, how to improve mineral absorption during colon hydrotherapy and enemas, the difference between colon hydro and enemas. We talk about the great importance of taking your health into your own hands and much, much more. Now let's dive into the episode to learn all about colon hydrotherapy, colon detox, and your health. So today I have Amy on the show with me and I'm super stoked to have her here to talk with you all about gut health and um, we're going to dive into uh, the intricacies of a really cool modality that I was actually just introduced to in the past you know, couple months. It's called the Angel of Water. Maybe some of you uh, listeners have heard of that, but this is uh, basically a form of colon hydrotherapy that Amy specializes in and um, has a lot of huge, vast benefits on uh, the health of the colon, on detoxification. And I'll let her dive into that topic uh, throughout the show here today. But Amy, I just want to welcome you to the show and, and thank you for taking the time to uh, connect with us and share all of your education and insight and wisdom regarding gut health with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and to, to talk about um, this topic that is, for some people, a little bit taboo. So we're going <laughs> to just be very candid today and just, just get right into it. And, uh, you know, nothing's off the table. We can talk about any, <laughs> any poo to- topics you want. Awesome. You know, <laughs> hey, it's not every day that I uh, can talk about people about their stool or... <laughs> poop or bowel movements. And it's a really big part of my work and practice as well. So, hey, you know, it's nice to have a gut health colleague on, on the show <laughs> here. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you have a colon hydrotherapy practice in Santa Fe, New Mexico right now. Is that, is that right? 
I do. I do. I am a, um, a CHT colon hydrotherapist um, practicing in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I, um, I recently moved my practice to work with a group of functional medicine practitioners um, just about 10 minutes away from my, my previous office. So we're, we're just, we just opened up this week, brand new facility um, with some functional medicine practitioners, MDs actually. And we are um, offering a whole new kind of concierge um, style of detoxification and medicine. There's IV therapy, there is ozone therapy, O3, there is um, api therapy, bee sting therapy, lots of different kinds of healing detoxification um, therapies for, for folks. My previous um, practice was in a um, skin care facility with, with some um, medical estheticians. And um, because the colon and skin health are so closely related, it kind of worked perfectly but I just need a little bit more space. Um, I'm, I'm getting an, an ozone sauna and a farm for its sauna. I needed more space to facilitate that. So I, I've, I've expanded and moved. Um, but I am still in Santa Fe and I am open for business and, um, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Very yeah, that's awesome. It, I mean, uh, so, so needed during this time with so many people are looking to boost their immune systems and what a better way to do it than to, detox all the crap that's been stored in our body for so many years. So what an awesome resource. Thank you for being open and for just offering these really amazing healing services to the community there in Santa Fe. Right. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely needed right now. Well, it's really good in Santa Fe because it is dry, a very dry climate. And um, with the procedure that I do, my colon hydrotherapy device, Angel of Water um, is the name of the device. It's a gravity-fed colon hydrotherapy system. And mm -hmm. it is very gentle flow of water into the colon. So um, the water comes in at one PSI versus, you know, like a faucet to turn on a faucet. It's 60 PSI pounds per square inch to just to even get that water through the faucet. Well, mm. my device is one PSI. So it's water's going in slowly. It's hydrating the colon and mm. just, slowly moving out the junk through that, you know, five feet of colon. It's, it's not just irrigating the colon and cleansing uh -huh. out the, the, the toxins and the old stuff, you know, and the dried up poop and the, you know, uh -huh. whatever else, you know, bacteria, parasites, whatever else is like lingering or, uh, you know, undigested food, things like that. But it's also really hydrating for the body. And that's super important um, uh -huh. in any climate, but especially here because it is so dry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to get into to the nuts and bolts of the angel of water. But before we dive into that topic, I'd love to know and for you to share with, with the listeners here, how did you get into colon hydrotherapy? And, you know, tell us a little bit about your personal journey here. Right. Absolutely. So I, um, it's kind of, you know, goes back, of course, like everybody's journey. Growing up, I grew up in Northern California, um, and my family, my aunt and uncle, had a, a dairy farm. So I grew up in the part of California where there's a lot of produce, uh, a lot of lettuce, a lot of strawberries. I grew up in a town where actually Driscoll strawberries were, mm. were you know, are um, they still are? And um, uh, so growing up on a dairy farm, I didn't have very good eating habits, to be honest. And I did do a lot of antibiotics and my mom's a nurse. So I did take a lot of antibiotics as a kid, 
constant uh-huh. ear infections, constant, just, you know, sick a lot, very uh-huh. sick. And, um, was actually allergic to dairy, but uh-huh. I didn't have, um, so I didn't have that good gut health anyways. And then on top pile on top of that, poor eating habits. I mean, we're talking about pancakes with sugar and milk poured on top. <laughs> <laughs> White sugar and milk poured. I mean, who, who eats that? But we did. And then mm-hmm. my parents ended up moving and we, um, and they just got really busy with their jobs. And then we were kind of uh, left to our own devices. And I can remember eating like an ice cream sandwich for breakfast or something like that when I was a kid. Sure. You know, just stuff, whatever we had, you know, super pretzels, things from Costco, from the freezer, you know? Yeah. Um, and like a lot of us at that, at that are the same ages as, as, as I am, it was kind of like a latchkey situation. And my parents did the best they could. They didn't, they didn't really know, you know, I think that down the road there was going to be issues, but, um, mm-hmm. as I got older, my just, I, my stomach hurt all the time. Like I was uh, sitting in the, on the toilet and not being able to go to the bathroom, like uh-huh. for long periods of time, like uh-huh. just like strained to be able to go to the bathroom a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, I had no connection to what I was putting in my body was what was going to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, so that kind of led me down the path of, well, if my stomach hurt when I ate, I'm not going to eat. Right. Okay. So I, you know, would try and like eat very little. Um, and then of course, you know, I, um, I went to fashion school. I wanted to be a fashion, um, a buyer for, uh, for a large company. I started working for this for this massive company that, um, is still around and they're, you know, one of the leaders of, of high end fashion. And I um, was in my twenties and drinking when I got hungry, I would drink black coffee and a diet soda. And, um, sometimes I would drink, eat a diet bar or smoke mm-hmm. a cigarette. I mean, mm-hmm. terrible, terrible nutrition. <laughs> I, like, I, would, I like, I just like look back at pictures of myself and I looked gray. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, the, always the motto was never too, too rich or too skinny. So I just kept going and going like that until all of a sudden one day I, I mean, it, it, it came on, you know, I just ignored it, but, um, mm-hmm. wasn't sleeping, wasn't, um, wasn't eating properly at all. And I just couldn't get out of bed anymore. Mm-hmm. Literally could not lift my arm up. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't even, I mean, I worked, I, I couldn't, I had to quit, quit my job. Basically it was like, wow. it was, it was pretty like intense. And I had gone to the doctor and they, you know, regular, um, regular MD and they like tried to do all these, you know, they actually, I think they put me on Prilosec, which is like, you know, now it's over the counter, which is like for ulcers, but I'm sure I just didn't have any hydrochloric acid. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And then they gave, they actually, I remember actually when I was in, this is going back again, but when I was in high school, I went to the, to the doctor because I could not poop. And they uh-huh. said I had chronic constipation and gave me mineral oil to drink. And I shit my pants at school. Oh my in God, high school, that's intense. And I had to go home. I was so like, there's so many like embarrassing moments around that. With, yeah. Because of like this constant either I was like, either I had massive diarrhea because I was taking all the stuff that the doctors gave me, or I was constipated constantly. Uh-huh. So, so this just went on and on until finally just, there was a breaking point And I, I knew that the doctors didn't have the answers. So I quit my job and I moved to a little town called Mendocino and started working, um, at a place called living light in Fort Bragg. 
okay. um, which is the Raw Vegan Coloring Arts Institute. Um, okay. And um, I, when you work there, it's a work trade program um, because it's very hard work and you work long hours, but you get to go to school for free. Okay. So I became a raw food chef and mm-hmm. um, just jumped right into raw foodism. Wow. And okay. I'm telling you, like, Heather, you would be like shocked. These women that were around me were so vibrant, so full of energy. They were just amazing, like just glowing. And they were older than I was. I was like, whatever she has, I want that. Uh And I just, I just went into it like just full force, became a raw vegan and, um, started feeling good again. Like actually started feeling amazing. Um, and, um, I met my husband who, who is a raw food chef and he, um, you know, started feeding me good food and I started eating good food and started taking care of myself and just little by little, just really like started feeling my body again and started, started caring about what I was putting in and realized that that was the most important thing is what you put into your body is what you get out of it. The one problem is that I was not pooping still. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're eating all this fiber and you're, yeah. you know, you're starting to feel good, but you're, you're just, there's still something going, you know, you know, the fibers really detoxifying. Like it, it's pulling, you know, it's almost acts like a binder. It's pulling all those toxins out, you know, helping with, you know, your hormones and everything else. But you, if you're not pooping, if you're not getting it out, then there is a problem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. totally yeah it was not good I was loaded all the time I had like I was super gassy which is fine you know it's your body's getting used to all the fiber but I still wasn't really pooping um Uh so I when I moved to Santa Fe my husband got recruited to be someone's raw food chef in Santa Fe so we moved here and Mm -hmm. I met an amazing colon hydrotherapist who started helping me and she changed my life it was wow it wasn't right away, but it was pretty significant, pretty quick. Okay. The, the difference from one session to the next, you could actually see the color in my face come back. You could see the brightness wow. in my eyes. Um, wow. Something was not getting through before, and all of a sudden, something was. Uh huh. Uh huh. My yeah. allergies lifted. My brain fog lifted. My I just I I I, I felt amazing. Um, and that was really, that's really the story. You know, wow. I, I asked this person if they would train me to be a colon hydrotherapist and they said they would. And then that person took me under her wing and taught me everything she knew. And, um, and we're still friends and now I have a practice and, and I'm, I'm her competition, but she, she trained me like I was, I was so, so appreciative and still I'm so appreciative of this person because I would not know. I wouldn't have the bedside manner. I have and not know all the things I know because things happen in that room that, you know, you, you need to uh, be aware of <laughs> that. I didn't yeah. learn in school. So of course I went to school, but I didn't learn the stuff that she taught me. So anyways, um, and now I have my practice and I'm helping people and it makes me so happy to be able to help people. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. That, <laughs> Long story like, short. <laughs> no, that's a great story because you know what? I think people don't realize like, they go through this journey where they don't feel good or look good. They, they do the thing with like the energy drinks or the coffee or, you know, the poor eating habits. 
And then they, they start to get like super tired and can't get out of bed and then, you know, feel bad because they can't go to their job. And so then maybe the first step is they change their diet, but you really stuck with it because you knew that was like a huge part of your journey. But then there was still, you were having constipation. So you're like, oh, well, I need to dig a little deeper. And you, you came across this woman who really helped you to make that next shift with your health. That's so amazing that you were able to stick with it and commit to it and, you know, how dedicated you are to the journey. Right. It's been 13, almost 14 years. Very Um, cool. So, you know, it's, it, that's the one thing I tell people, it doesn't happen overnight, you know, yeah. it, and definitely it's, it's really honestly over anything else. You know, I, I've worked in, I sell supplements, I've worked in supplements, supplements are great, but you know what? Food is mm-hmm. the key. Yeah. That is the key. I, there's nothing mm-hmm. like good food. Nothing. <laughs> well, I, I totally hear you there. And, um, it sounds like, so you've had your practice there for, for what, about 13 years in Santa Fe, huh? No, well, I, um, you know, it's funny. I didn't, I was, I worked in, um, my husband and I had a business where we private chef for people and I worked in in a supplement, um, setting for several years also. Um, until, uh, I went to school about four or five years ago to be a colon hydrotherapist. So it, okay. It, so I've only been doing it for, for that, you know, for four or five years. Um, awesome. so that's about how long, but, yeah. um, I've learned a lot in that time and I'm still learning, continuing to learn, um, on a regular, <laughs> every day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with health, I mean, literally I learned, I learned something new every day about health and healing and I, it's, it's such an endless topic. So it's, really awesome that you you're on this healing journey and i know especially for i personally haven't experienced the the angel of water treatment mm-hmm. therapy but my partner has and has struggled with with poor gut health uh she has a somewhat of a similar story to you but you know nothing has has basically touched her digestive issues Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that as soon as she started to add in the angel of water practice that she saw, uh, started to see some really big shifts in her, her gut health. And, you know, I think adding in all the stuff that, you know, I was doing and she was doing to help her heal. And then the angel of water was like, Whoa, this is like, mm-hmm. this is really a huge, a huge piece here. When you add this huge detoxification, you know, modality onto this. so. First of all, I know there's a lot of different colon hydrotherapy practices out there. So maybe I think a lot of people are really familiar with clonics. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell us a little bit about what's the difference, say, between going in for like a standard clonic therapy treatment and um, the treatment that you utilize using the angel of water. So let me say that um, the angel of water is a system that is gravity fed. And the difference between that and a traditional colonic, colonic is cold hydrotherapy. We just like to, we like to, um, we kind of changed the name because there's like a kind of a negative connotation with colonic. So we've changed yeah. the name over the years to colon hydrotherapist, which sounds fancier, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? Um, but I like it. yeah. The, the, um, the way I was trained on, um, the method, um, which is, uh, um, a closed system, which is different than my system, which is open gravity fed. The closed system is pressurized. So the colon hydrotherapist is, has control of the 
the colon hydrotherapy device and is turning the water from pressurized to gravity fed in the, the treatment. So Mm -hmm. the water's going in with a little bit of pressure. Okay. Mm -hmm. More than one PSI. And then they change the dial when you say, okay, I feel full, you know, I've got a release. They change it to gravity fed and then you, the water just um, flows out of you. Whereas with Uh the angel of water, the client has, or patient has control of the water. The water's flowing in with gravity the whole time. So Mm -hmm. water attracts water, right? Just like with your skin, right? When you take a shower and you put moisturizer on, it stays on if your face is wet versus if you dry off and then you moisturize. It's kind of that, I, I look at it like that. So water attracting water, if you're, if water's constantly flowing into your colon, it's filling up your colon slowly and it's helping the rest of that water or waste release. Mm-hmm. So the job of, well, there's a lot of jobs of the colon, but one of the main jobs of the colon or the large intestine, which is again, five feet long is to pull the mineral rich water through the walls of the colon. Okay. So our, the body pulls the mineral rich water through the walls. And what's mixed with that water and besides uh, feces is, is minerals, right? Um, so those minerals are going to, if you're ever dehydrated in your life, your body's pulling that water through the walls of your colon. Okay. Um, or if you have like a, like a serious mineral imbalance or any kind of anything going on in the body, your, your body will try and kind of balance it out by pulling that, that water through the walls. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's mixed that water, the poop dries in the walls. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're chronically dehydrated, you have layers and layers and layers over time. I mean, how many of us, like when we were like, you know, 21, we went out, Oh, it's your 21st birthday. You're going to go out and get, you know, drink a lot of beer or whatever. And, and you know, tie one on, you know, and, <laughs> and then you're so dehydrated, right? Well, whatever yes. you, whatever was in your colon is dried up in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. Uh-huh. You have your colon. Uh-huh. It has a lot of, lot of little folds and places and ridges for, for old, for waste to hide. And it just uh-huh. gets right in there. And then what attracts, like not really attracts, I say attracts, but it's, it, it, there's more of a science term for it. But what, what ends up happening is, is that there's a fermentation that goes on with that old waste and then you get gas and mm-hmm. then that gas just kind of hangs out and, and acts like a plug. So it's like, you know, a, a vicious cycle, the gas acting like a plug. So, so you're super gassy and mm-hmm. you can't really get out the waste because it's dried up in there. And then the gas is acting like a plug. And it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just hard to, to get it moving. You know, it's hard to mm-hmm. hydrate enough unless you bring the water in and hydrate and then move out the waste. Okay. Okay. And so both standard colon hydrotherapy mm-hmm. and your, the angel of water Mm-hmm. Do they both achieve this hydration in the colon? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, you know, they're both amazing systems. Like I said, I've worked on both systems. Angel of water is a little bit more of a gentle detoxification and okay. the client can feel more, in my opinion, more comfortable because you, they have control. They feel yeah. there's like this, you know, you're, you're actually um, in control and, and they don't have to say, okay, I, you know, uh, and also the, the practitioner, I can step out of the room. It's really good for men because men are what I call poop shy. So they're not, <laughs> they don't want to poop in front of me. They're holding everything in when the water's going in and they're like, stomach hurts cause they're holding everything in. And I'm like, just go, let it go. And they're like, ah, get out, get out. So uh-huh. I can leave the room for a second, let them release 
uh-huh. and they feel better. They're not so panicked. And I come back in and I can talk them through the rest of the, uh, of the procedure. Um, whereas with a closed system, you know, the colon therapist is holding that rectal tube right there at your anus. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That it's seems older, much more. Yeah. It's an older kind of system. It's an yeah. older way of doing it. The angel of water is a very kind of advanced, the newest, it's the, the nicest, newest system. If you go to someone that has an angel of water system, you know, it's a really good place because it's a, it's an investment um, okay. for the system. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And it feels, um, it feels much more, uh, yeah. I don't know, I want to say safe for the, for the, the patient and comfortable and there's more privacy that can happen, you know, for those who, who want it and need it around, you know, because for me, I'm someone who's like, there's no way I'm going to get, uh, you know, colon hydrotherapy and the practitioner is going to stand, like, I'm one of those shy people. I'm not going to stand there and I, right. and, and, you know, I don't want you to see me pooping everywhere. So you right, know, and most people, yeah. Most yeah. people are like that until you get to know me. And then I just hang out with you and you're pooping and I'm talking. And we're like laughing and we're like best friends. <laughs> Best, we're be, We'll be BFFs if you come see me. But, um, you know, it's like, it's also just to say, and I'm going to say this because this is really important to say, there's a lot of emotions tied into your digestive system. Yes. It can be so emotional. And if I'm standing right there. You may not be able to let go of those you know, process Uh those things. You know, Uh you may have eaten a ham sandwich when you were five years old, you know, that had a lot of gross like nitrates and weird stuff in it when you were at your, your grandma's funeral and you had all these feelings and emotions when you ate that. And it's still kind of all those, whatever that was in that ham sandwich is still lingering in your digestive system. And when you're releasing on the colon hydrotherapy session, you may want to cry. Yes. You may want to scream. And if I'm standing right there, like staring at you, it, it, it may not feel as comfortable. That's, that's, that's the benefit. Uh, I think that's really important to bring up because I, I know that, I mean, some people now today are, are getting this relationship between, um, you know, the emotions and the physical body and the emotions and the digestion. But, you know, I think these really intricate layers that you're talking about, like, hey, you were at your, your grandparents' funeral. And you're eating ham sandwich, right? That blocked up your intestines. But what also went into that was a huge whopping dose of grief with those nitrates as well. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's that's a really good point. And thanks for sharing that because I feel like people like they want to go and they want to have a detox, but you're not just going to get a physical detox, especially if there's, you know, these other layers you're going to get to that really want to come out. Right. And this is a very safe place to be able to let it go. And I say that during the session, just let it go, leave it here. I'm going to say this, and it's a joke. <laughs> so, but I say, it's just going to the Santa Fe river. Just let it go to the river. And, <laughs> and you know, it's just, yeah, you just, it, it's a very safe place to be able to let go. And that's yeah. one of the reasons people feel so good after on top of all the other, you know, their brain fog is lifted. Their, their eyes are more clear. You know, yeah. there's the blood flow to their brain again, you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you know, one of the things that I thought was like super unique and I'm like, that's a really good idea is that after, you know, after my partner started to, to get treatments from you, she was like, yeah, you know, Amy uses, um, you know, the, I think they're the quicksilver minerals. Is that, mm-hmm. is that, yes, yeah, I do. And I, 
So for people that have like that are more, it depends. There's a couple different types of quicksilver minerals, but yeah. um, you know, there's the um, isotonic and the hypertonic, and then there's one other. But um, I really think that because that's one thing that can get depleted, right? Is um, mm-hmm. minerals um, during the session. People actually, people, it's a misconception. People think that it washes out your good gut bacteria because your body actually makes its own bacteria. It comes in through the walls of your colon as well. Yeah. So, um, doing, doing a session of a series of three clocks is not going to wash out all your good gut bacteria unless yeah. you're seriously compromised. But and still, I don't, I still don't believe that it would. There's, there's no studies that tell me that it does, but the mineral imbalance is a very big deal. So we want to make sure mm-hmm. we, keep, you know, the minerals, you know, in the body, um, we don't want to wash yes. out all those good, good, valuable minerals. So those are some minerals that I really love. There's others that I love, but I just love Quicksilver and their whole company and all their products. So also, you know what, we're in uh, here, we're in Santa Fe and New Mexico, there's not no ocean around. So right. you know, if you're used to having some of that ocean, you know, those minerals, those are algae blooms and it, it, it's good to, to get that in. I sometimes with certain clients, I will put a little bit of the quicksilver in the water, or sometimes I'll just tell them, Hey, drink it, you know, after the session, um, mm-hmm. it kind of specific to the client. I don't, I don't, um, put really anything else in the water except for sometimes I'll do some, um, probiotic, a probiotic implant. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a, um, restructured water. Um, so it's a, a vortex that is really detoxifying and hydrating to the body. Um, mm-hmm. I I believe in water, um, restructured water is very powerful. So those are, that's really, you know, just pure water is good enough. Um, unless there's a little, you know, we could do a little bit of probiotic, um, cause that's where it's got to go. So it's, we might as well just put it there. You know, if, if the person is kind of, um, has a compromised, very compromised gut or mm-hmm. the minerals, you know, we can, I'll, I'll do those, add those too, but I don't really add anything else to the water. Um, a lot yeah. of people talk about the coffee, you know, you can go to colon hydrotherapist and get, um, coffee implants, um, after the, mm-hmm. and the coffee really does something different. So, um, it, it, it's not like a colon cleansing. It's more of a detoxification of the, um, of the liver. If you're looking to add more arsenal to your gut healing protocol, of course, get your colon hydrotherapy on, but also let's hook you up with a long-term support system when it comes to overcoming your gut health struggles. This is all about sunlight. I used to struggle with multiple gut infections, SIBO, candida overgrowth, and IBS. I changed my diet. That helped a little in the beginning, then tapered off. I tried adding in more fiber, that didn't hit the root of my issue. Then, along with my TBI healing journey, I created and discovered the Sunlight RX. Not only did I make leaps and bounds with my brain health, but the more and more I practiced the Sunlight RX, the better my digestion got. This was totally unexpected, but is an awesome bonus and side effect of practicing the Sunlight RX. A big part of the Sunlight RX, especially for those looking to improve gut health, is that you have to get your Sunlight RX on. Yes, of course, but you also have to get your gut in sunlight. In my Sunlight RX ebook, I lay out step-by-step how you can use sunlight in therapeutic ways, including how to utilize specific solar frequencies to boost serotonin, dopamine, T3, melatonin, and vitamin D levels 
which are all main components to solid gut health. Head over to my site, heathershepherd.com, to purchase your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook to start taking your gut health up a notch or two, or hey, maybe even 20. Or you can head over to my site, solely dedicated to gut healing, ancestraldigestion.com, to purchase your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook and learn more about gut health. Now, let's get back to the episode to learn more from Amy all about colon hydrotherapy and gut health. So let's see. I want to get into coffee enemas too a little bit here in the difference. But before we go there, one thing that I really love and resonate with what you're doing is one, you're adding in these really high quality minerals to help, you know, the colon absorb those minerals and rehydrate. Because I think that's a big mistake most a lot of people do is when they're doing some kind of colon hydrotherapy or even an enema that they'll use. They won't think about their water they're using and there's <laughs> not, it's not mineralized at all. It's not structured. Mm-hmm. So um, I know in, in my practice, I focus a lot on teaching people um, how to make structured water in their mitochondria, but really having structured water in your colon hydrotherapy session, I mean, that's amazing. What, what are some of the benefits that, or like, why do you choose that? Why are you like, Hey, you know, this is the kind of water I want to use for this therapy. Like share with us a little bit about that. Oh, so many reasons. I mean, well, I mean, so water is life, you know, we're made out of water, right? Uh, it's just, it's, I mean, just like you, you use it in your practice, teaching people about water, the water is so, I mean, just regular water, first of all, you know, I mean, if that's what you have to have and you're, you know, you, you don't have money and you have to just drink regular water, it's good. Just, you know, it's okay. Just drink regular water. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's better than, you know, soda or coffee or whatever. But I mean, if you're drinking, you know, reverse osmosis water, that's great too, you know, but mm-hmm. you need to get those minerals back in that water. Right. Also adding pink sea salt to that water, um, is, is a big one. And then, um, because the work through the reverse osmosis, it's, it takes out all the, the impurities right. and also strips of the minerals. So then the next step would be, um, in my uh, opinion would be, um, restructuring the water to make the water so it's, so you can actually absorb it into your cells, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and that actually really hydrates you and really detoxifies yeah. you. Um, awesome. so that's why I, I, I use it and it's a big upgrade on my machine, um, okay. or my device. Like I can't really say that I know of very many colon hydrotherapists that have water restructuring systems on their colon hydrotherapy devices. Um, you know, some do, I'm sure, but I just don't know of any offhand. Neither, neither do I. And I think it's a really, um, not only is it unique, but it's, it makes so much sense from just, um, a physiological standpoint, because, you know, from my, uh, learning this far about structured water is that, you know, structured water is highly charged. So you're going to be putting more electrical current and electrical charge back into the body and anyone suffering from any chronic health disorder, constipation, IBS, leaky gut, um, their electrical charge and electrical activity in, in the area of the body is going to be compromised. So this is like really getting more electrical current into the colon from, from like the, the standpoint that, um, you know, I'm thinking about when you're sharing, uh, 
how you use structured water in your, in your practice. I think it's awesome. And I hope that there's other colon hydrotherapists that listen to this, this episode and are, and are inspired to explore that because it's such a, a phenomenal, uh, it just Powerful. takes, the, yeah, it takes the power of the, of the modality up like a thousand notches. Right. And people have said that once they experience a, a session with this restructured water, they've said they've noticed a difference that it's, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Absolutely. So, um, so let's talk a little bit, let's bring in coffee enemas because I know a lot of people that I work with and, um, just in general, I mean, on a lot of the cancer social media, Facebook forums or other social platforms, a lot of people look to coffee enemas. I think there's a time and place for them, but I think that they can definitely be upgraded and that there's also some downfalls. So I'd love to just hear your expert opinion on, on what you feel about coffee enemas. Well, um, because, you know, I know that your, your audience is pretty well schooled. I, I could, I, you know, I can go into a little bit. So, okay. Coffee enema versus, um, colon hydrotherapy, coffee enema detoxifies the liver. So how does it do that? It, um, you know, glutathione is an enzyme or or really it's the most, um, abundant antioxidant uh, in the body. And when you put coffee through the, you know, through your rectum, through that, um, there's a vein, it's the hemorrhoidal or the, I guess it's really a nerve. It's right there. Okay. It gets right into the bloodstream. And so Mm -hmm. what happens is coffee is really high in palmitic acid. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you are causing your liver to, um, and the palmitic acid is what your liver needs to, to make, I you know, I'm not going to get all sciencey, but in, in layman's terms to make the glutathione. Okay. So, um, it increases the glutathione production in your liver by like hundreds of percent when you put that coffee, insert it rectally. Um, and it goes into your bloodstream and gets right into the liver. Mm-hmm. So you are causing your body to, uh, or your liver to, um, to really start, start making glutathione, um, to increase that glutathione production, which in turn really detoxifies your liver. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. thing that which is amazing, but mm-hmm. it, it also increases bile flow. Um, so it kind of gets everything. Uh, when you release, so you're holding it for 12 to 15 minutes, your blood is circulating through your body and through your liver, uh, filtering every you know three minutes. So when you sit on the toilet and you release that coffee, um, you're getting rid of a lot of toxins, which is amazing. You're also increasing bile flow, um, by, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, you're spitting out bile. So the problem, I mean, there's not a problem. It's just, you're only getting about a foot in the coffee, about a foot into your colon. So if you really want to cleanse your colon, the best way to do that is, is colon hydrotherapy. Even an enema will only get about a foot. Um, you're uh-huh. like, said, your colon is five feet long and there's a lot of little places for, you know, little ridges and, um, lots of space for, for junk to hide. Plus there's layers and layers and layers of junk. So, I mean, I have clients who do have cancer who do coffee enemas two, three times a day and they mm-hmm. come to colon hydrotherapy and they'll, they'll be like, yeah, I just had a huge dump of, of yuck yesterday. I, there's no way there's anything <laughs> left in me and there is so much in them. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I mean? So the coffee yeah. is amazing um, for detoxifying the liver. 
Um, you know, but, um, you're not cleaning your, you're not really cleaning out your colon, you know, um, if you have, you know, if you, if you struggle with like, you know, brain fog on the regular, um, you know, um, uh, allergies, any type of seasonal allergies or food allergies. Um, if you struggle with, you know, um, headaches, um, acne, um, you know, um, chronic, of course, constipation or even diarrhea, depression, anxiety, you're tired all the time, you're bloated. You really want to, um, look to doing a colon hydrotherapy session versus coffee, a coffee enema. Now, if you're looking to detoxify your liver, you know, really uh, coffee enema is amazing. And I did coffee enemas every other day for two years. So Uh I know, (laughs) Uh you know, it helped Uh me, it helped heal me. But really, like I said, like I told you in the beginning, the colon hydrotherapy was what, what really was the thing that really got my health on the, the food. It really got my health on the, um, on the straight and narrow. Uh-huh. I think that's a really good point because I think most people who look to coffee enemas, mm-hmm. like they're doing an enema. So it makes sense, like in a linear way that we would think that, oh, it's going to help detox the colon. And while it does a small amount, mm-hmm. it can't, it can't reach to the depths, um, of getting to the nooks and crannies of the, the five feet of colon as say colon hydrotherapy can do. So I think that's really huge for people to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, people do, you know, there's a lot of other kinds of enemas that you can do, um, uh, you know, and I, I, we don't have have to get into that for different things, you know, aloe, et cetera, et cetera, but really just pure water, you know, in, in the colon, you know, we can add some little bit of minerals, maybe a little bit of, of, of um, probiotics, but even just pure structured water is just the ticket. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, often for, for my clients who are drawn to doing coffee enemas, um, you know, one of my concerns is if they do it on a consistent basis that the coffee will end up dehydrating their colon. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. It can be stripping mm-hmm. and drying for the colon. Yeah. yeah. Even though you're yeah. increasing that bile flow, which is like almost like an oily kind of a, um, you know, it almost, it almost seems a little bit oily. Um, that's just just toxins, you know, it can be very dehydrating, um, very drying. And, you know, you don't, you want to make sure you're getting that out when you, you, um, you know, when you sit on the toilet, sometimes I've, I've talked to people that do a lot of coffee enemas and then they, they they do a coffee enema, um, one day and it doesn't all, it won't come out. Uh Uh-huh. because their yeah. colon is so dehydrated and, and it's, what happens is, is your colon will start pulling that, even if it's coffee, it's going to start pulling that water to hydrate. That's yeah. why I tell people when they come in for a session, make sure you're hydrated because that, yeah. you, the, what's the job of your colon? It's, it's to pull the water to hydrate your body. So if yeah. it's coffee, it doesn't matter. It will start pulling that water and then those toxins are still there and then they're recirculating and recirculating. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can use it in conjunction uh, mm-hmm. with a good um, colon hydrotherapy session or two, um, mm-hmm. but but all but doing it often if you're not well hydrated or if you're doing them too much um, yeah. can be. That's why you know in Gerson therapy they say do two green juices for every one coffee enema. Uh huh. Because because you're you got to get that everything hydrated and you got to get those minerals back in. Yeah, I think yeah. that. Um... 
I think a lot of piece, people, like, I think the Gerson therapy was really an awesome therapy in its, you know, what shall we say, primordial sense, like when, <laughs> its root, like when it was first born. Now people have taken that therapy and done so much to it that, um, like, just what you're mentioning, it's like, well, we don't connect the dots as to why so many juices were recommended and then fresh pressed liver juice and then coffee enemas. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then the, the great importance of that, of getting all those minerals from the juice mm -hmm. in your cells and body to counter any dehydration that may occur, uh, may occur from the, the coffee enemas. And it all goes back to food. It all yeah. goes back to food. You see, it's like, it's just, it goes back to it. Um, which is, which I think is so cool, but also, <laughs> you know, the casserole packing and things like that, that I recommend for people, you know, getting that, that blood, um, to the area within the, what comes with the blood is the oxygen and that heals, you know, doing things like that on your liver also are amazing, amazing for detoxifying your liver. And we I think sometimes we forget about these other things that might take a little more time that you may not see, um, results. People really like, you know, a, a quick result. I think they see, Oh, a lot came out in the toilet. And so they yeah. see that they think, that, um, you know, that's the best, but I think a combination of a lot of, uh, of other modalities, um, mm -hmm. it's really important in your uh, detox practice. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a good point around the, the castor oil packs because one can support the detox process that I would guess continues after the session, right? Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. definitely. You know, that's why uh -huh. we recommend people eat, um, don't eat any raw, um, vegetables after the, the session, because it's a lot, you know, your body, your body takes a lot of energy to, to, um, digest. Um, mm -hmm. lot. and, uh, if you can, you know, you know, free up some of that energy to keep detoxing after the session, then, yeah. you know, you, you'll be way better off because your body's still detoxing, um, yeah. you know, adding the castor oil, um, pack, and, and maybe doing some juicing after is kind of, is, is pretty awesome. It's a uh -huh. great, a little, um, little protocol for people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I want to be sure anyone tuning in here, like, don't just think you can go out and get any castor oil. Like I would highly recommend, you know, a glass <laughs> bottle, organic castor oil. Do you have a brand that you actually use or like? Amy? I do. I do. I, um, I use the, it's actually, it's so funny. It's called the queen of thrones castor mm -hmm. oil. Um, and the, the gal, Dr. Marisol, um, she is a, um, she is an FMD and she's also a colon hydrotherapist in Canada. And she invented this amazing castor oil pack and castor oil that you can actually buy it online and, you know, get it shipped from Canada to your home. Um, I sell them in my office, but the pack is amazing because it's, it's just, it's the only pack I've ever seen like it. You roll it out, you put the castor oil on and then you tie it on and it doesn't go through like the, the, the wool flannel, um, uh -oh. it, it, organic wool flannel, totally high quality. You don't have to put plastic on top of it, eat it up, it's self heating. And then you just use it, reuse and reuse and reuse. Like you don't have to like, you know, make it cumbersome, you know, castor oil pack that takes you 15, 20 minutes every night. You just, it, I do it every night. It takes me two minutes and uh -huh. put, it on. I put it, I put it across my belly button. Sometimes I put it on my kidneys, on my uh -huh. liver. I switch it around. Um, mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, the thing about castor oil, when you, when placed on your, um, stomach right across your belly button, it releases oxytocin. 
Mm. So, and we all know about oxytocin. <laughs> For so sure. Um, so, you know, you sleep like a freaking baby. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And I mean, you know, again, sleep is another thing that is so important for health. Yes. You know? Yes. Sunlight and sleep. That's those yes. are, you know, so important. Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. Sunlight, sleep, diet, colon health. Yes. Right. 100%. So, you know what? The thing about the castor oil is like, I remember when I was in my 20s and I was like really into... I was just starting um, acupuncture school, and so I got really into castor oil packs and um, did a lot of them on my liver, on my abdomen. Um, but I can't even tell you how many towels and bed sheets I totally <laughs> destroyed from, from doing the castor oil packs. So I, I think like if you're if you're like worried about oh you know ruining your, your sheets or or your clothes you know which was a big one for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what you're recommending here is I, I honestly, I didn't see it until, um, you know, I heard of you in your practice, but, um, where can people find this specific hack if they're, if they just want to say they're not in Santa Fe and they want to purchase it to do castor oil packs at home. So, um, uh, Dr. Marisol, the queen of thrones, she has a, um, uh, website and, um, she has a YouTube channel. She will show you how to do it. She'll talk all about it. It's amazing. Um, and all the other benefits, you know, of castor oil, you know, for hair growth over your eyes to help puffiness baggy, uh, eye bag to help your um, eyebrows and eyelashes grow. Um, but so Dr. Marisol, um, queen of thrones, I think queen of thrones.com possibly, or you can, um, go to my website and I'll, I'll ship to you. Um, I'll ship to anyone. Oh, states too. oh good. So, good. Yeah. Good. What's your website? bodyflowsantafe.com. Um, and you just email awesome. me and I'll, I'll get it to you. I'll get it out to you the next day. Um, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so either way, we awesome. just want people yeah. to have these healing modalities, however they can get their hands on them. I just want people to feel better, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you're looking for the, so they can get the castor oil from you and the pack and you can ship that out to them. Absolutely. Okay, you guys, go head over and do that. I highly recommend it. Your your liver is going to feel better. Your digestion, your colon, really, really awesome. Okay, so let's see. Okay, so I know we didn't really talk much about this, but I want to revisit this. Like, okay, why would somebody go get like colon hydrotherapy from you, and or you or somebody using the angel of water modality? Like, you know, because a lot of people have physical and or emotional health symptoms, but they don't know what to do about it. So like, if you, what are some symptoms, physical and or emotional that somebody might be having that, you know, the angel of water modality may help to bring relief to? Um, wow. I mean, there's so many, there are so many that, I mean, so bloating, IBS, depression, anxiety, um, brain fog, acne, um, seasonal or, um, or, or food allergies, constipation, um, current diarrhea, um, people that are trying to, you know, do, you know, I, I, I say cancer, like, I don't mean to say it so lightly, but you know, a lot of people that are you know dealing with cancer, um, because they're trying to, to detox, um, people, mm-hmm. a lot of people with Lyme disease, because they have issues with detoxification and they have immune compromised, um, systems, um, any kind of infection, 
um, going on. Um, you know, if you're doing any kind of cleanse, um, you know, um, and there's so many, there's so many more, but those are just a few off the top of my head uh-huh. um, that, uh-huh. we can, that we can help with, you know, anxiety and depression are a big one. Um, you know, if you feel gut feeling is not just a gut feeling, it's like mm-hmm. you have more neurotransmitters in your digestive system than you have in your brain. So you really, um, it's, it's been proven that, that there's a definite connection, um, mm-hmm. to, from, um, gut health to brain, you know, uh, yeah. brain health. So, um, if you're feeling anxious and you're feeling, um, you know, like just irritable, angry, yeah, you know, just yeah. depressed, um, a cold hydrotherapy session can absolutely help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a tough world out there, you know, um, yeah. People are not feeling that great these days about things. Uh-huh. And um, this is something that can really help them get into that, you know, say parasympathetic, sympathetic, you know, to help them get, make that shift and, uh-huh. um, you know, um, feel better. Yes. Yes. So for any of the listeners who are listening to this, like down the line after this episode's released, we're recording this during the whole COVID epidemic crisis thing going on out there. It's been going on for a while. And so, um, so that's what Amy's referring to. If you listen to this down the line, but if you're currently listening to this and you live in Santa Fe or you, you know, go on Google and and type in angel of water, colon hydrotherapist Uh and like, search these, search these practitioners out Mm -hmm. to, if only if it's to help with depression, anxiety, and to help you get out of fight or flight, I think it can be so huge for that. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, you know, um, really, really huge and beneficial for that. And the neurotransmitter thing, you know, the largest store of serotonin is in our gut. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, here's the thing, like, a detox is not a detox. A cleanse um, is not a cleanse unless you're getting rid of the junk. So, yeah. you know, once you can actually get rid of that, you feel so much lighter, so much better. The world yeah. seems brighter. And that is all we can ask for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. just feel so much better. And yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to describe until you try it. You know? Awesome. I do. I totally, um, I think that's awesome. It's great advice. I know for me in my personal healing journey, when I was at the peak of struggling with my anxiety, as soon as I started to heal my gut, I, my anxiety literally started to disappear. And that whole process revolved around helping to replenish and restore my serotonin stores. So I'm right on board with you with regard to the gut brain connection and how important this therapy is not only for people with like literally gut issues, but for brain uh, health related issues as well. Right. And you know, you can change, you know, with, I think they say five to seven days, you can change your, your gut microbiome, but I say like every meal you can change it, you know? Uh Um, So, you know, getting the junk out, putting the good stuff in. It's like, I look at it like, say you're going into uh, a house and you're going to paint the walls. You want to strip off that old wallpaper before you paint the walls with that fresh paint. 
Mm-hmm. It really does change the terrain. It makes a difference and it will, everything will be shinier. Yeah. <laughs> everything will be brighter. Um, yeah. And you know, it's not for everybody. I have to say, you know, there's, there is one in maybe, you know, 500 people that, that don't uh, find benefit from it. And that, that, no harm, no foul. You know, they don't, yeah. it, it's not harmful. It doesn't, you don't, it's, it's a very safe process, but you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but at least try it out because you could change your, like, as I did, it can change your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I want to talk about this and it's a little bit of an uncomfortable subject for some people, but, hmm. um, you know, some people when they do, they're, they're afraid of using the coffee enemas because the apparatus that is inserted in the rectum is hmm. like, they're like, Oh my God, that's so big. Or like, I could never put that, you know, there. so mm-hmm. it sounds sure, like yeah. the angel of water. And is this standard with the angel of water or just your practice? But it sounds like the apparatus is much more comforting and small and like right. so far less invasive. Just the, the, the system that I use, the gravity flow system versus the um, older system um, that is pressurized, this, the, the gravity fed um, versus the closed system. So the closed system, the apparatus is, is larger because, um, and I wish I could show you, I'm showing, I'm doing a little uh, motion with my hand to show the size, but um, uh, it's the size of it's bigger than a quarter. I'd say it's the size of like a half dollar. Okay. 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 So that's the old that's the old system, the system that I first trained on. That's the 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 pressurized system. Okay. So okay. because you have to you go back through that hole. So the hole that the 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 rectal tube that's going inside you has to be as big as your poop would be. So uh-huh. it's got to be pretty pretty good size, right? So uh-huh. the angel of water is and other gravity systems, it's about the size, maybe smaller than your pinky. Wow. I mean, you put bigger than that. You know what I mean? It's small because you, when you release the water, it goes around that tube. It doesn't go have to go back through that tube down and out. So it's, um, it's a lot more comfortable for people. Uh You know, it's a lot more Uh comfortable. People, people come in and they think that it's going to be like a water hose or like a fire hose. And I'm like, no, it's like, look at it. It's very small. You don't even notice it's there. It's very comfortable. And it would be like the size of like an enema too. Okay. Um, okay. It's small though. You put bigger than that. So I tell people like, come on, if you don't put bigger than that, you have bigger problems than, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you've never had a bigger poop than, than uh, the size of a pencil. <laughs> yeah. We, got some we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. No judgment, but we need to talk. <laughs> no judgment, but call Amy and call me and let's get your poop back on track. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, work on we'll do some GI maps. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I I know GI maps are so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, thank you for mentioning that. Um, they've been a lifesaver in a lot of my clients and my own gut healing because you can see what pathogens are in there and mm. inflammation levels and um, you know, immune function capacity, and you can really target specific areas of healing in the gut by using the GI map. So I'm all about that. Yes. Right. I mean, your immune system is housed in your digestive system. So any kind of infection or anything that's going on, it's there. So in that GI map, you can really see, and some people, you know, people waste their money on all these supplements, et cetera, et cetera. But if you really can nail down to see what's really going on and what you're going to need to effectively treat the symptoms because there can be a thousand things they all have the same symptoms right right you know, constipation yes. or diarrhea right but yes. 
the GI map, you know, it's not that expensive. It's, it's really reasonably priced for the, for the amount of information you get. Now I don't, you know, I tell, um, what I do is there's a practitioner in my office that, um, will, um, prescribe the GI Mac and I'll, you know, tell my clients, you know, it might be a good idea for you to, you know, before you invest in A, B, and C, maybe yes. get a GI, a GI Mac and see what's, what's going on with your dysbiosis because yes. it's obviously dysbiosis and it's something. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I fully agree with that because until you know what's really going on, then, you know, the treatment therapy can be a little bit like stabbing around in the dark, especially if you do something like a specialized diet, an elimination diet, probiotics, even if you do something like the colon hydrotherapy and you don't see long-term lasting relief, relief you know, you want to take a closer look as to what are some of the underlying issues that might also need to be addressed in combination with those other modalities. Right, right. And you know, here's the other thing. We were talking about this the other day. You know, I used to, you know, I've come some way in my practice where I used to tell people, oh, eliminate, do an elimination diet, do an elimination diet. Well, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you're, you, you're really kind of, you know, cutting off your nose to spite your face in, in that sense, because I think it's a big that, approach. Right, exactly. You know, now the, my approach is use a food journal. Write down what you ate and how it made you feel and then go from there. And then, you know, if it's all about digestive enzymes, anyways, if you don't have the proper (laughs) enzymes to digest the food, then of course, you know, it's going to give you gas and it's going to make you bloated and, or it's going to, you know, give you diarrhea or it's going to make you constipated. If you can add a little bit, instead of totally eliminating that food, maybe just add little bits of it in and, and bring your diversity of your gut bacteria up, you know, um, instead of just you know, using it as a band-aid approach, actually using, um, you know, food as medicine, like, like we were talking about in the beginning, just to circle back around. Yeah. Um, and it's really, it, 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 you know, and I've, I've caught myself doing this and, you know, it just makes people, I feel like it makes people, um, it's almost like people are so confused. They don't know what to eat. Oh yeah. People say, yeah. I don't know what to eat. I don't know what to eat. You know, I've yeah. heard that so many times. So I've started changing my approach because I think people are scared. Cause they don't, yeah. they just don't know what to eat. So no. if, you know, just telling them, okay, if you can eat as much from the land, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, add some, you know, grass fed organic, um, you know, protein in there, whatever you like, um, just good quality as much as you can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you can tolerate dairy, you know, add some, some good, good dairy in there and, um, you know, or goat, you know, uh, I think goat's milk might, is, is a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit better, um, easier to mm-hmm. digest, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, um, and you know, and, and you'll be good, you know, all this, everyone's scared, lectins, this, that, you know, oh, FODMAP, oh, you know, um, <laughs> you know, and I just, I mean, I think we need more diversity. I just do. I, I think, agree. I yeah, agree. It's very yeah. important to get all those minerals. I mean, yeah. it's on the soil, so you've got it. You've got to really make sure you're you're getting those minerals as much as you can from your food, and then supplementing supplementing where you where you're lacking. But um, you know, because some things are not in the soil. But but really, you know, um, I could have supplemented my till my heart's content and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars when I was sick, and nothing would have changed until I changed my diet. Yeah, that's absolutely a, a good point, and I I can't tell you how many people come to me with like really advanced gut issues and they're 
they're only able to eat like three things like chicken, um, a piece of, you know, cucumber and some white rice. And like, that's what their, their diet is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, and you know, it's like, well, uh, I understand that's what you're limited to eat, but if that's, if you have a really restricted or limited, um, amount of foods you can eat in your diet, then there's a lot we need to get to and uncover to get to, uh, why is that all you can eat? And we need to, a goal needs to be, you need to expand that. Mm-hmm. The really, in order to get the minerals, the nutrients into your body. And I know diet is a huge thing. And I've also found that sunlight is so huge in doing the Sunlight RX. For those of you who've been following me, the Sunlight RX, get the sunlight on your gut. The more vitamin D you make, the bigger poops you're going to have. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so important. And you make, you make dopamine and, and serotonin, those things get replenished via sunlight and certain spectrums of sunlight. So diet sunlight RX is, is just so, so important here. So I think that's great. You brought that up about elimination diets. If you're someone out there who's relying on an elimination diet because your gut health is so compromised, know that it's a band-aid approach. It's a crutch. There's nothing wrong with you. We're not blaming you or shaming right. you, but exactly. there's just some deeper layers we need to look at to help you get um, to a place with your gut health that you, um, you know, can achieve. And you can enjoy your life again. Yeah. You know, what right? kind of a life is that to like not, you know, like to not be able to enjoy food? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if anything, you know, um, it's just, I think people are so scared and it just creates more anxiety and more stress and isn't good for their immune system in the long run. It's going to make them more, more unwell. So yeah, no judgment at all. Um, and I, you know, I used to tell people, (laughs) I used to tell people, you know, eliminate this, eliminate that or do an elimination diet. And then, you know, I think I gave people more anxiety. So yeah, I've changed. I've really changed my, my view on that. I will say that. Yeah, I hear that. But that's like a lot of the mainstream paradigm, even naturopathic functional medicine, not all of them, but a lot of them, that's their approach. Like do the elimination diet, take a lot of probiotics, take a lot of supplements. And that's kind of where the bar stops. So, so much more to explore. And it's not going to get you to the root cause of, of your gut health struggles. So yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. It's a really important topic. And I think something a lot of people struggle with today. And yeah. And again, if you're not digesting, you know, what are you doing? Because <laughs> like it, uh, uh, really, you know, if you see, well, first of all, digestion, you know, when I, when people come in and they have a lot of undigested food in their, what's coming out in this session, the number one thing I want to say is chew, chew, chew your food. Digestion starts, you know, in your mouth. You got to uh-huh. chew your food well. You're going to see indigestive food if you're not chewing your food well, if you're not sitting down and eating and taking that time. Uh The second thing is, you know, if you are chewing your food well and you're still seeing a bunch of identifiable pieces of poop, you can, you know, there, there's something going on deeper than you're eating the wrong foods. Yeah. Thing going on in your gut. There's a dysbiosis. There is, there's, there's not the correct um, balance. There's not the right bacteria to break that food down. And that's where we need to drill down and see what is really going on instead of eliminating those foods that you're not digesting. 
Because all, it's going to just, keep, it's going to be, if it's not, if it's broccoli today, it's going to be lettuce tomorrow. And then it's going to be <laughs> bone broth. And if you can't digest bone broth then, or if you can't digest soup broth, you know, yeah. then, you know, uh, a veggie broth, then, then, um, you know, we, that's going to be really shitty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I can cuss. It time, but <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So, yeah. Digest or die. That's what we say in this business. So we want to yeah. make sure you're digesting what you're eating. Yes, absolutely. If you're seeing carrots, peas, I mean, broccoli, anything like that in your stool, if you're chewing well, like you're mentioning, which is a really great point, then the other thing is you're not absorbing or assimilating that if you can actually see the undigested food in your stool. Mm-hmm. So really, really great point. Um, so is there, uh, to wrap things up here for today, is there any um, advice that you want to give or share with, with someone out there who's been struggling with their gut health or let's say even poor energy, anxiety, depression, you know, and, and how they can um, start to explore improving their gut health to support their health, their overall health? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. There's, um, you know, I, I think just keeping it simple, um, before you go all, you know, all crazy on, on so many different things, just keep it simple. Like make sure before you do all these other things, just make sure you've got your foundation correct. Make sure that you, you're getting your sleep, you're getting your sunlight, you're getting your exercise, you're trying to lower your stress levels. I know it's hard, but try and do your, your meditation in the morning. If you can just even five minutes or like some yoga, some stretching, go on, go on a walk first thing in the morning, you know, and, and get that, get that outdoor, good, amazing, fresh air, sunlight. Those are like the foundations. If, if those are the, if you can get those things right and still you're feeling, you know, sluggish brain fog, all these other things, then, then we can, you know, I'd say colon hydrogen therapy session is really, would be really, really beneficial. Uh, And, um, you know, in getting your diet right, of course. Um, But, you know, just be open-minded. If I wouldn't have been open-minded all those years ago, I would have never became a raw foodist. And I, you know, I would have never gone on this journey and and healed myself. I would still be, you know, very sick and um, very unhappy, very, very unhappy. Um, you know, just be open-minded and just be willing to explore different types of things. There's so many amazing practitioners out there that can help you. And, um, and I will say something, and this is going to be really kind of off the cuff, but I'm just going to say it. Nothing that insurance ever paid for, for me. (laughs) (laughs) I literally literally just had this conversation. I'm going to, I'm going to say that. I mean, nothing, not one thing, not nothing. Nothing yeah. ever, it doesn't even cover, I, anyways, no, I, I don't want to get political, but you know, I'm just saying you may have to pay for some things out of pocket, but it will be yeah. worth every freaking penny. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Do your research, you know, do your own research. You can go on YouTube and you can fix a, you can fix an, a car engine on, on YouTube, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can, you can yeah. learn anything. There's so, we have access to so much information. Yeah. Um, there's podcasts do. for everything. Just learn, just be willing to explore and learn and, and be open-minded. Yeah. I think that's really great. I literally just had the conversation before we did this interview with my partner, Jen, about how insurance, no, nobody actually 
I mean, I don't want to say nobody because let's say you get in a car accident and you break right. your leg. Yes. Surgery, but yes. if, we're, if we're talking about like long-term care or like how to make long-term lasting improvements with your health, mm-hmm. insurance is not going to get you there. It's just sick care. It's just yeah. sick care. It is. uh, Yeah. And I don't want to be sick. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you there. And that's the unfortunate thing about our health system is that it focuses on just maintaining or suppressing symptoms. Mm -hmm. So you don't, so you just basically become numb or the symptoms just go deeper and deeper in your body and you get sicker and sicker versus, you know, the work that you and I do, Amy, helping people to literally get to the root of their health concerns so that they can not suppress symptoms and actually bring them to the surface and feel better and release them from their body. Right. Right. Definitely. And Uh, I mean, you know, it's nobody's fault. I don't mean to like, you know, if you're a doctor out there listening to this or a nurse or in the healthcare field, you know, it's just, it's, it's not your fault. It's, it's just a broken system that needs to be worked on, but I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't know how to fix it. (laughs) I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Well, I think you're starting exactly where you need to start with, with, with helping people, you know, in the work that you do and, you know, more people who benefit from that. And like, let's say people come to you and they, they do the angel of, of water, they do the castor oil packs and Hey, they don't even need a colonoscopy because they feel good. And it's not even a necessary process. It's like, you just, you just benefited somebody's life by doing so. Right. Right. And yeah, you know, and, um, I do actually, to be honest, to tell you, I do colon- colonoscopy prep for people so they don't have to drink that nasty stuff. It's just a series of free clients every in a row, but uh-huh. I've had clients that have come to me and gotten their colonoscopy prep with me. And then they actually told their doctor that that's what they did. And their doctor wouldn't see them and made them go home and drink the stuff. And then they came and they didn't poop because their colon was clean. They came back the next day and they ha- they were able to do the, the colonoscopy. Um, and then I've had clients that have not told their doctor that they did a colon- colonoscopy prep with me and it was, the doctor did it and it was fine. Amazing. So, which is so crazy because I think that there's this, this air about colon hydrotherapy, um, you know, that it's just this crazy alternative treatment, but it, <laughs> I know, I know, but, um, but you know, uh, my clients can, can tell you and I can tell you very different, a very different story. So, yeah, I agree. I hear you there. It's like, uh, our, our mindset around what quality care is, what health care is, it's, is really backwards. And I think, you know, people who are more forward moving and I guess, you know, progressive in their thoughts around what health care really is and how it doesn't include like, you know, always social distancing and wearing face masks when that's not actually helpful. And, you know, we, the, the medical community has never, ever had our best interest in mind when it comes to our health um, for as far right. back that I can remember. Well, I think um, it goes back farther than me and you, but I, oh, I uh, yeah. you know, I, um, I just, you know, to that point, you really, people out there, and I mean, I'm not, I don't want to get political, but um, do you really think that, that, that um, go- the government gives a shit about your health? <laughs> I mean, I, I, we would hope, like, we would hope, yes, but the, but I the, know. But for being real, if we're being realistic mm-hmm. and honest, it's like, um, hell, it's a hell no. Yeah. I, I just don't think that they have my, my health. I mean, I just don't, I, I, yeah. I, I don't, and I don't, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't, 
it's, you know, all these conspiracy theories are so many of them. I don't know what to think, but there is something going on more than just, I mean, I think COVID-19, the coronavirus, I think it's real. Um, I think it's a very scary thing. And I think that if you're immune compromised and if you're elderly, it's especially for those people, it's very scary. Um, but I don't think that the way that we're handling it is going to be as effective as, as people think, I think that, you know, there's going to be, have, have to be some kind of hurt immunity. Yeah. Um, you know, um, that's how we're going to kind of build our immune systems. That's how we build our immune systems <laughs> Not by wearing masks, you know, and the mask yeah. is really good. You know, your lungs are a main channel of detoxification and elimination and you, it's not good to be breathing in your own detox for eight hours a day. Um, you know, and I'm respectful to everybody who it's a free country. Everyone can, can do what they need to do, but I don't, you know, think that taking away our basic freedoms is and telling us to stay inside is beneficial to our immune systems. Yeah. You know, just on that point, but, but if you want to stay inside and if you want to wear a mask, it's a free country, please do that. And when (laughs) I'm around my, my clients, especially the ones that are immune compromised, I, I am very careful and I wear a mask all day. Um, but when I'm at home and I'm enjoying my, my, um, you know, backyard and I'm going on a run or going on a walk or I'm in open air, I I don't wear a mask. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel good when I do that. And it's important to me to feel good every day. Yeah. I, I totally hear you. And, um, I'm not a mask wearer. I don't support it. I think there's, there's, if, if there were valid reason, um, then, and, real accurate science showing that it was helpful to the planet to each other to our health i'm all on board but (laughs) that's not been the case and the data that's out there is highly skewed um and uh, let alone the the political agenda behind wearing masks and the testing behind covid which is basically a logarithm system that will pump out a certain amount of positives and negatives, despite, you know, you and I could probably walk into a clinic and there's a chance that we both or one of us could test positive for COVID where we know there's no way in hell we have COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're using very interesting, they use the test, they've chosen the test very um, uh, wisely in their perspective to be able to, um, you know, get the results that they want to, to, to shift the way that the people think and act. And I saw an amazing meme on Instagram the other day. I posted it on my story. It was like something along the lines. It was just a picture of people like crawling on their hands and knees. And the saying was like, if the government told you to crawl on your hands and knees, um, you know, because, you know, to prevent getting COVID, then everybody would do it. And it's like, that's, that's mm. so true. Like everyone is kind of taking on this stuff blindly. And um, I, I wasn't really expecting to get into this in, in the episode, but just to wrap it up today, it's like everything Amy and I are sharing with you is all about you being your own inner authority. Mm-hmm. Like Amy's journey of how she woke up and, and came to this realization that she had to change her diet and her life and her, and her healthcare practices to support her health. And that included, you know, paying out of pocket and not relying on a broken system to support her. And I've had similar experiences. It's like, this is the way that if you really want to be 
healthy and take these deeper uh, leaps into your health, some of these, um, you know, outside of the box approaches, which are considered like wild to some people, but they're really, these things have been in existence for years and hundreds and thousands of years, like get outside, get sunlight, eat your local foods. I mean, these are simple things that are now considered you know, these wild, crazy ideas. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I just encourage everyone to be curious, to question authority, um, yeah. you know, to, 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 to keep looking for answers, to do your own research. That is why we, we live in, in, in a, some, I mean, it's free as far as I, right now, a free country, yeah. you know, we have, we can, do these things and investigate on our own and be curious and look at the science and, yeah. you know, without making it political or, you know, I don't, I, yeah. I, I believe in everybody ha- having their right to choose whatever sure. they want, whatever, you know, and if I want to go outside and go for a walk, um, um, me not wearing a mask, I'm, I, I, I want to be able to have that freedom as long as I'm not harming anybody. And, um, if I'm not around anybody, um, I, I, I show me the science, show me the science <laughs> that I am harming other people yeah. by, by going on a walk without a mask on. Yeah. That's all. And, yeah. and, and, um, yeah. And if you want to wear a mask, please do. It's, it's totally your freedom. You're right. No Absolutely. big, no big deal for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. You know, if, uh, just don't don't take our our rights away around our body, and I'm totally good. Do what you want to do, and I'll do what I want to do, and um, and everybody can you know stop okay. being at war with one another. Right, that's the biggest thing. Right? Yeah, that yeah. Um, just can't we all just get along? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, I'm an ethical vegan to this day still, and I don't think it's the healthiest for my body because I think that Yimi actually might do me some good, but I just can't bring myself to do it because I love animals so much. I don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't want to hurt myself. Um, and I feel like wearing a mask, um, um, all day long and then going for a walk out in the fresh air and wearing a mask might not be that great for my health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let alone make any logical sense. I'm pretty candid with this because, um, uh, it really gets under my skin when my, my human, you know, body rights are, are taken away. And, um, so I appreciate your courage to share your perspective there because even though it's not the popular um, perspective right now. I think it's really important that everybody's voice can be heard and not, not judged. Um, but, um, you know, as Amy was saying, listen to your own body, your intuition, don't listen to what the mainstream is telling you, like go like really think on your own and learn how to, how to think for yourself and, and consider, Hey, does it actually make sense as to what they're saying? Um, you know, if people were dropping dead on the streets and, you know, <laughs> there was this, you know, huge, the hospitals, like they couldn't take anybody else. Like literally most hospitals at this time are pretty empty. Mm. So we, we can't really even, if you want data, you can just drive by your hospital and, and, and take a look at the parking lot or walk in. And it's like a ghost town in most hospitals right now. Um, 
Anyway, Amy, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all of your, your wisdom and knowledge around colon health and the angel of water and, and the uh, castor oil packs and detox. It's so helpful for, uh, for everyone to hear this. And I hope people struggling with their gut health, depression, anxiety, um, will, will search for an angel of water practitioner or colon hydrotherapist in their, their area. If you live in Santa Fe, look Amy up, please. Um, we're in New Mexico, but I'm the, I think I'm the only angel of water system in New Mexico. So, really? um, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or even in Colorado, like we're pretty, we're only a few hours away from Colorado. So, um, okay. you know, it, it's not, it's not that far, but, um, you know, if you yeah. do, um, go to the angel of water network, you will find practitioners, um, in, in okay. their network. you can go to their website and they will have a list of their, um, practitioners. And those are the, those practitioners are, um, um, very good. They're the best in my opinion. So. Awesome. Awesome. Very, very good to know. And, um, I'll list your website in the show notes and how people can reach out to you and connect there to, to purchase the castor oil packs and how people can contact you if they live, um, in New Mexico or Colorado or the surrounding area to reach out for a session. Um, and to experience uh, that potent modality and, and your energy just as a practitioner and, and a human being in general is just really lovely to be around. So uh, it was a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for, for joining me. And I look forward to future interviews and, and connections with you, Amy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so appreciative. And um, um, I, I agree. Um, wholeheartedly with, with what you're doing. And I, um, I really, um, am just at awe with your practice as well. And I totally love your approach with the sunlight. Um, it's just amazing. I'm so appreciative <laughs> for what you do. Ah, thanks so much, Amy. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. I hope you found this episode all about colon hydrotherapy and detoxification insightful along your healing path. For years, we've leaned hard on the coffee enema protocols to support our gut health when really, if we're not rehydrating our cells, our tissues, our colon, this approach will leave your colon and your cells and your tissue and even your liver super dehydrated. This is definitely something we want to avoid when looking to improve the health of our colon and detox pathways. Amy provided us with some awesome insight regarding effective ways to approach colon detox, specifically by seeking out colon hydrotherapists using the angel of water modality. And total bonus if you live in the Southwest and are able to see Amy at her private practice for a session She uses structured water and quicksilver minerals to make sure your colon, cells, and tissues stay super hydrated throughout the detox process. Now, you can also purchase quicksilver minerals and add these specific minerals to your enemas to boost the mineral content of your enemas so they don't leave you super dehydrated. Often, I suggest to my clients to do water enemas using these minerals. And there's a lot of different minerals to choose from on the Quicksilver site. So you want to make sure 
you are getting the right minerals for your enemas. But this is a really good resource if you do enemas on your own. You can head over to my site, heathershepherd.com, and it's H-E-A-T-H-A-R-S-H-E-P-A-R-D.com to access the show notes. And this will have info with regard to Amy's practice, including her site, where you can purchase castor oil packs. And I've also posted the link there to help you find an angel of water colon hydrotherapist in your area. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could take a minute to rate and review. Each review helps more and more people just like you learn all about radical health, root causes of disease, and how to utilize nature as one of your biggest healing allies. Don't forget to take a screenshot of this episode share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at sunlight underscore RX. Thanks again for tuning in and see you next week. The Primal Pioneer podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease in the Western medical sense or terms. It is to be used for educational and informational purposes only. The information shared on this podcast and all of Heather Shepard's work is not a form of diagnostic medicine, nor is it a medical treatment. Heather Shepard is a health educator, radical health practitioner, and a trained EMF specialist. And although she has a bachelor's in science and master's education in alternative medicine, she is not a medical doctor and does not give medical advice. Her work and sharing is to be used for informational and educational purposes only.